0: conversation I don't know how so many people are shocked shocked at the responses all around the country on college campuses and I hear this from you know my people my people uh, I, 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 as we say as I joke around Tony Katz 93 WIBC good morning shocked at the bigotry on on college campuses shocked you'll notice that you and i are not shocked and we would look at people be like how how could you be surprised by anti-semitism at cal berkeley we look at this and we are in a state of shock that is the thing if you want to know what really is is kind of the, the most jarring about what we're seeing post the attack on Israel by the terrorist organization Hamas. And we watch these, these uh, people in, in America talk about uh, Hamas as somehow freedom fighters and the Israeli occupation. Our disgust to that uh, kind of pales to watching others be shocked that it's happening on their campus. What do you mean? You're surprised. I don't know what to, how is that possible? And for us, the answer is, man, they really weren't paying attention. Now this is a place for a bit of grace. Yes, you weren't paying attention, but now you are. So now what's your plan? We are not shocked because we are open and honest about these things. Again and again and again and again. We're not surprised. We're only stunned that they're surprised. Meanwhile, we will get into a more uh, of that. Anthony Richardson's season-ending shoulder surgery. That is not an easy thing to say. Uh, feel for him. Do I blame the Colts? A bit. A game plan where your quarterback is running all the time? Not the game plan. Do I have faith in Gardner Minshew? Yeah, I do. Uh, Absolutely. I think this team is still in equal footing. It's just a reminder that you've got actually three very good running backs in Jonathan Taylor, in Zach Moss, and then you've got Trey Sermon. I'm sorry you got rid of Jake Funk. Bring him back. Let these guys run. Force that offensive line to do some blocking. Let them run. I think you got equal opportunity. Meanwhile, we don't have a speaker of the House. Congressman Greg Pence scheduled to join us about what he saw in the vote yesterday and what may come today. Tony Katz 93 WIBC. Good morning. We don't have a speaker. And one wonders whether today will bring a different result. Jim Jordan. Well, first it was Steve Scalise who got the most votes, but that was in conference. Going to the floor, the votes weren't there. So Steve Scalise stepped out. Jim Jordan steps up. Tony Katz, good to be with you. Then Jim Jordan doesn't have the votes on the first round, which he brought to the floor. 20 Republicans going in all sorts of directions. The second day, it was 22 Republicans. Jim Jordan got less votes in the second go-around than the first go-around. Dear Lord, one of these Republicans, uh, Kelly, out of Pennsylvania, voted for John Boehner john i used to work in a bar boehner i don't know what the republicans are doing i don't know if the republicans know what they're doing greg pence joins us right now congressman greg pence on the line and sir you you represent uh your district you have now since uh 2019 You have uh, been somebody who voted to keep Kevin McCarthy as speaker of the house. You have voted to have Jim Jordan as the next speaker of the house. Your conference is not there. Republicans are not there, sir. I ask you what the heck is going on? Well,
1: that's why I called in. Good morning, Tony. Thanks for having me on. I thought maybe you'd know because the people out here sure don't know. I'll tell you that. I think uh, to manage expectations today, I was just at uh, breakfast with some of my peers, and the word here is there will be six to ten more defections for Jim Jordan. To explain my vote to the listeners, Tony, you know, uh, it's, it was 1923, the last year, that it took more than one vote on the House floor to elect a speaker. So here, this has become regular order, I guess, in Congress. But in conference, when we vote according to our rules for a speaker nominee, I go to the floor and I vote for that person to be speaker because the majority won. I agreed to that rule one year ago, uh, and what's going on is uh, it's chaos. And this time, Tony, as you, as you mentioned, uh, this is a very diverse group of folks uh, versus the last time the as as. Uh, Kevin McCarthy called them the crazy eights plus Gates. Uh, I understand everybody's position. Their, their responsibility is to represent their district, but it's my responsibility to also support the party once we've made a decision behind closed doors. And we're not doing that right now. And I, I know you're going to ask me who do I think uh, uh, could come forward? Uh, I don't even know. There's a Let's number of take names a- that have. Go ahead.
0: I want to take a step back talking to Congressman Greg Pence of the Indiana 6th District. Did you just say there are going to be 6 to 10 more defections from Jim Jordan, as in, we'll see even more people vote against him for Speaker?
1: That is the word uh, on the Hill this morning, and I believe that's actually true because I heard it from people that enjoined yesterday, one of the, two of the four uh, you know, we Two people uh, voted for uh, Jim with, that didn't vote the first time, and four people voted against him yesterday for the second vote. Uh, and I talked to two of those that had changed their vote against Jim, and they said they know of uh, six to ten more. So yes, uh, it'll, it's going to grow. It's it's a strategy of people that are that have been offended by the the. Uh, Aggressive tactics, the intimidation uh, that the the people around Jim employed over the weekend and on Monday, uh, people don't like, you know, we're the House of Representatives. We don't have outside parties intimidate us and threaten us uh, that we will vote a certain way. I'll continue to, I'll vote for my, if Jim comes to the floor today, if, then I will vote for Jim Jordan because that's how he got elected in conference.
0: We have heard about the, the phone calls. We had Congresswoman Victoria Sparks on the show yesterday. She discussed this issue but did not get in into details. You use the word intimidation. Members, a constituents calling their, their, their elected representative makes perfect sense to me, and I would consider that to be part of the job. What do you mean by intimidation, sir?
1: We're going to go after you. Uh, uh, death threats, Mary Miller meet, credible uh, death threats. She had voted for Jim on the first vote, and then yesterday she changed because in the interim, she had received death threats, offices, uh, screaming and yelling at staffers that you tell your boss to change his votes or he's going to be sorry. I mean, literal threats of people on the outside uh, telling, uh, uh, you know, engaging in that type of behavior. Uh, And that that didn't happen – with the, the crazy eight to getting rid of uh, uh, Ken McCarthy or the Steve Scalise uh, when he was, uh, after we had voted on him in conference, this is a whole new tactic of people that uh, think uh, this is the way to behave. It's just not. Uh, and m- some of my peers have said, and they've said it very publicly, I will not be intimidated and I am not going to change my vote. I can tell you for sure there are five or six people that will never change ever because of this. And so that means Jim Jordan cannot be elected. I would, I would not be surprised, Tony, if today, uh, we're supposed to have a vote sometime after 12, uh, if Jim kind of comes to the conclusion that I just can't get there and then we go back into conference.
0: Talking to Congressman Greg Pence of the Indiana 6th District. So, on a scale of one to a measurable, um, how pissed are you? <laughs>
1: Can't cuss on the radio, so I think that's, that's the rules, right? So, Look,
0: if your mom's listening, uh, she may she may be okay with it. I don't know. If that's why you're not doing it, it's yeah. fine. But if if you want to curse, we'll just bleep it out. <laughs> we want the we want the unadulterated uh, response here, sir.
1: You you want the real Greg Pence? They they call me the angry Pence. Uh, well, I'll tell you this, Tony. This has been going on since September 12th when we came back after uh, after break. You know, we we were unable to get appropriations bills. Uh, the threats of of the crazy eights plus gates uh, against Kevin McCarthy. We were trying to do the things we promised one year ago that we would do appropriations, regular order. They blew it up. Uh, and then now I have been, it's my job. I accept that. But I have been here for the last six weeks when I was supposed to be back home last week and the week before, Going out, listening to my constituents, seeing my family, spending time. Uh, We're dysfunctional. I went to some events in the last couple of days, and I asked uh, constituents and uh, uh, some uh, companies that uh, came out to see me. I said, how does this affect your perception of the Republican Party and the House of Representatives' ability to govern? And they said, well, you know, we'd like stability. And we like people that can get something done, and now we're scratching our heads, wondering if the Republican Party and the House of Representatives can get something done and Tony, I can't answer that. I can't defend us right now. We've got to get back on track, back on track fast uh, and I frankly do not know how we do this as divided as we are
0: so you go to conference uh the the this morning and Is there is there somebody is is it Patrick McHenry, who's currently the speaker pro tem, that is a consensus candidate and a Mike Johnson of of Louisiana wants to put his hat into the ring? At least it's been discussed. Is someone going to discuss bringing back Kevin McCarthy? What's what is the or who is the consensus person?
1: So we also have General Bergman from uh, Marine General, three star general from uh, Michigan has an interest. Uh. Uh, as you, uh, Kevin Hearn, who is the, uh, uh RSC chair, uh, those people have expressed concern if, if something comes up. Uh, we're not going to conference this morning, Tony. Uh, that would happen only if, uh, the, if, uh, Jim Jordan requests another conference meeting or he drops out. So as, as it stands right now, uh, we're scheduled to go for a vote. Uh, sometime after 12 today, but we'll see, you know, st- I think it's a very fluid situation who the consensus, uh, a- as you say, Patrick Henry, Henry, that's gate. That is definitely gaining more steam, Tony. A lot of people say, you know, we got we got things to do. We got the problems in Israel. We got. Let me get in the order of what I hear from my constituents problems at the border problems in Israel and the problems in Ukraine. We've got to address those in one way or another, and, we, and particularly with Israel, we've got to do it fast. Not that we shouldn't be doing the border fast because the fentanyl is still flooding over, but we've got to get to work, and we have until November 17th, and the government will shut down again. So doing not, just marking time here uh, is ridiculous.
0: Congressman Greg Pence, I have more stuff to get into with you. We're going to have to do it at another time, uh, but I appreciate you joining us. Congressman Greg Pence of the Indiana 6th District, uh, thank you. How bad is it? Don't sugarcoat it. Give it to me straight. Want coffee? I think I need some coffee. Time to fill up on the news. Tony Katz, 93 WIBC. Good morning, Dow futures are, it's nothing, down nine. NASDAQ futures up 28. And the 10-year treasury, not 4.957. Okay. All right, that, that's going to crack 5% today. It cracked 4.9 yesterday, putting 30-year fixed mortgages at 8%. Now it's at 495 and that wasn't the high. Was it the high? It was a little bit earlier. 4.976, 4.981. So we're clear. This isn't the highest it's ever been. But it's going to put mortgage rates over 8%. They already hit 8% yesterday. This will crack five. It will happen this week. And we will see mortgage rates at 8% plus. I'm still supposed to believe that the that the uh, real estate market is 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 hot. I don't even know what to do with that information. Lance Lambert of Resi Club formerly uh leading the uh the real estate uh he was real estate editor of Fortune magazine. Morningstar says according to him that uh housing market affordability will be restored by 2025. Well that's That's a great, great dream. I love it. It means that housing affordability is just a disaster through 2024. But I don't see where we're seeing housing prices go down. And that's just it. If it's it's unaffordable, it's unaffordable. Even with the interest rates, the inventory is still so low, the prices stay where they're at. This is where we're at, people. Now, as we often discuss, the world is crazy, but we do not have to be. And that is why I bring you the, uh, the TK Thursday music moment. Today is Thursday, right there, Producer Jonathan? I'm not, I'm not wrong on my days, am I? You are not it, wrong on your days. Okay. It is, it it's is just, Thursday. Yeah, there's a lot of madness going on. So what we believe over here is we don't have to be as nuts as these people. We got to be in the fight. We got to be focused. We got to be honest. We got to be clear. We have to be forthright. We have to have a good time as well because, you know, our souls are at stake. So every now and then, you just got to take a moment. You got to take a breath. You got to take a beat. You got to turn on some music. You got to roll down your, your windows, although it's it's raining, so that's a little bit uh, uh difficult right there. Uh, or you got to you turn up the, the radio in, in your car uh, or at work. You got to step outside, whatever it is and just take it in and take a breath. And some good tunes often help with that. So I take you to 1983, June 1st, by the way, is is where I, I take you. The album is speaking in tongues and I figure as long as we don't have a speaker, it's apropos, little talking heads. It's gonna be all right, guys. Kick back for a minute and enjoy. going to be okay. You just got to take a moment every now and again. It's imperative to do so. We took our moment. Now, let's get back to it. Tony Katz, that's me, by the way, 93WIBC, good morning. Robert F. Kennedy supports reparations. No, no, no. No, sure. Sure. Uh, he he he's exactly where the conservative vote should go. Tony Katz 93 WIBC good morning. Um I have said from the beginning people on the political right seriously considering Robert F Kennedy Jr. are out of their minds. Out of their minds. This guy is not your guy. That you agree with him on COVID response. That's that's not enough. That is not enough. This guy wants. What, what was it? Uh, an, an assault weapon van. Was was that what he came out with uh, yesterday? I I believe uh, that 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 it was. I think that's what happened yesterday. This is not your guy. It somehow doesn't make everything better. Well, he can, he really, attra- I like what he's saying. He's t- really attracted me. I'm going to consider him. You're out of your head. Rob Schneider, I think uh, the comic wanted to consider him. Rob Schneider's wrong. I'll, t- I'll tell him so. I'm not, I don't know him, but I'll tell him so. That the vote for Robert F. Kennedy is an unserious, unserious vote for someone on the political right. The differences are too great. The things that you might agree upon are good. Let me give you an example of something that you could agree upon. Right. I I I share this with you right now. Um. Let me let me see if I can, uh, if I can find it here. It was on it was on a uh, Twitter. And it was, um, it was in support of of, of Israel. It was just uh, exasperation regarding um, those people who are on the side of of Hamas. And how it's truly disturbing, truly, disturbing was the word used blaming uh israel quote it's truly disturbing that members of congress rushed to blame israel for the hospital tragedy in gaza who would take the word of a group that just massacred innocent israeli civilians over our key ally innocent israelis were the victims of a terrorist attack that resulted in the largest loss of jewish lives since the holocaust now we know that the tragedy at the gaza hospital was not caused by israel now you hear that and you're like, my gosh, that's absolutely correct. I'm totally in favor of that. That was Senator John Fetterman. Yes, that Senator John Fetterman of Pennsylvania. I ask you, you going to vote for him? That he's right. You got to assume, you know, I don't know if he wrote it or somebody else wrote it on his Twitter account. Let, let, let us get an answer. I don't support a single policy where he's at in the United States. But he's right on this. And of course, he's talking about Rashida Tlaib, Ilhan Omar, Ocasio-Cortez, uh, Andre Carson, Andre Carson, Andre Carson. These these squad members are bigots. They are bigots. Hateful, hateful bigots. Andre Carson included. Vote them out. Throw them out. Rashida Tlaib flat out lied about Israel's involvement in this hospital bombing. That's aid and comfort to the enemy as I see it. That is unethical and she should be thrown out of Congress for it. Get a speaker, throw her out. Throw her out. Get rid of the Jew hating bigots. Corey Bush by Oh, I'm I'm in the I'm in the tear it down game right now, kids. Can't Can't be sitting here allowing lies to be told by members of Congress. Well, Tony, what about Trump? Whoa, 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 whoa. Go ahead. You keep thinking or they keep thinking that somehow we're going to play a moral equivocation game. I'm not. You want to throw people out? Go ahead. Trump is the enemy. Trump is is the hater of democracy. You've indicted him four times. I don't know what else you possibly want to do. It certainly seems like Jim Jordan is not going to be able to be speaker. That's the way it looks right now. I'm talking about this Jew-hating bigot named Rashida Tlaib and her cohorts like Andre Carson and Ilhan Omar and Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez and Jamal Bowman who want to blame Israel for something that Israel didn't do and think that Israel shouldn't be able to fight back and call Israel an occupier. Why do we let these people in Congress expel? If, they're, if those, uh, citizens, those constituents want to put them back, well, at least we know what those constituents are like. We will fight or not. I think we should fight. But just because you agree with somebody on something doesn't mean they get your vote. John Fetterman or whoever wrote this is correct in what they said, and I actually very much appreciate it. I appreciate it. He's not getting my vote. Neither is Robert Kennedy and they shouldn't get your vote either. I'll catch you guys at noon as we watch the speaker race unfold. Kendall and Casey are up next.